I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And I'm obsessed. And I'm also obsessed. And we are obsessed. obsessed. So today we are talking about something Maddie has has said that she's obsessed with multiple times. Casually. <laughs> Casually in, in different different recording forms, <laughs> both visually and aud- audibly. Is that it? Oratorily. I don't know. Yeah. Why not? And that is teen lesbians. Teen lesbians. <laughs> Specifically teen lesbians. And here's why. <laughs> Adult lesbians are great and all. And I an adult lesbian, you know, would be able to comment on that. Um, But there's just something really special about present day uh, media teen lesbian representation that didn't exist when I was a teen lesbian. Mm -hmm. So I just love watching it because it's, it's great, but I also get this whole, like, man, I wish I had that when I was that age. Like, you wish you had seen that to, to like, to, answer some questions, or I don't know. Like, yes, or at least to give other people answer so I didn't have to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we say representation matters. It sure does. Yes, it does. I had a good quote last night. So the preface for this quote is that I think blues music is the best thing in the world. Good. Um, So I was watching something that had teen lesbians in it. This is shocking, I'm sure. (laughs) And I said, like, what's better than teen lesbians? And then I was like, you know what? Enemies to lovers, teen lesbians. What's enemies to lovers? Like Like they were enemies enemies and then become lovers. Yes. Um, and then I was like, "Ugh!" But you know what's better than enemies to lovers, teen lesbians? What blues music? <laughs> That's the hierarchy. That's the hierarchy. <laughs> First is blues music, then it's enemies to lovers, teen lesbians, then regular teen lesbians, and every day just every, then teen just every day average teen lesbians, <laughs> the boring ones. Oh God! Exactly on <laughs> the bottom. So I made a list for Amber of some things to check out, and she checked out some things. I did. I watched a few. What do you What do you want to start with? Um, let's start with uh, the oldest of that. I no, not even the oldest that that I watched. Let's start with the TV, which was Degrassi. Let's Degrassi, start with Degrassi. Degrassi, and specifically Degrassi: The Next Generation. Yes, because Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High School did not have any teen lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they waited a, a while and then started Degrassi, the next generation. And then they waited five seasons and then had teen lesbians. Well, at least we got it. Exactly. <laughs> it got and there. Like I said to you, this was in, this was in 2006. Yeah. And this was like one of the first, I can't even think of, of teen lesbians on television prior to this. Hmm. Um, the only thing I can think of are a couple like adult ones. 
Yeah, I I have a terrible memory, so I don't remember any like dates or whatever like happened mm-hmm. five minutes ago. I just don't know things, so I I wouldn't be able to to tell you if there were teen lesbians before two thousand six. I know thing- there were, but not represented on television. <laughs> they, they existed. <laughs> I, I was there. I was a teen lesbian in nineteen ninety nine. Thank hey, you. Nineties <laughs> teen lesbian. Um, no, I mean the best thing you could consider maybe would be, um, uh, and we're not really counting soap operas because yeah. those aren't necessarily representation because they don't reach a wide audience per se. Mm-hmm. But I guess you could consider like Willow and Tara on Buffy. Buffy. But they were, I mean, that wasn't until Willow was in college. Yeah. So, and as all of our parents warned us about, when you go to college, you become a lesbian or you become a lesbian. That's just what happens. If you go to the big college, you start experimenting and then you become a Mm -hmm. lesbian. That's just what art school, especially. If you do anything in the liberal arts, anything in the liberal arts, that's that's like literally the like the one theme that runs through <laughs> all like all young adult dramas on television is like when you go to college, that's when you you experiment, experiment, <laughs> and then you come back to reality. It's like maybe maybe you just find yourself you just find your reality but <laughs> <Yeah>. sure <laughs> okay parents you can you live know, in your stone age parents are special let's be honest it's very true let's be <laughs> honest oh hilarious <laughs> so funny no i'm not <laughs> like, i've never heard that before. <laughs> really stupid. that's shocking no i, I have I, I know i'm absolutely 100 joking <laughs> about that so degrassi started with uh page and alex which is affectionately known as palix Ooh. if you will yes they have a combined name of course they're they're one of the like original combined name couples i can think of to be honest palix Alex. Not a good one. It's okay. Okay. This is 2006. You have to forgive forgive the teen lesbians and adult lesbians as I was at the time. Pretty good. But I um, was they were definitely enemies to lovers, teen lesbians, which is the best. I was genuinely like surprised that Paige was going to be involved because I was like, oh, she's the cheerleader. But then it's like, oh, but that's always. And, and I'm like, I was blind. I should have known. <laughs> you should have known. <laughs> she's the cheerleader. That's why, I mean, that's why it was so cool too because it wasn't just, you know, to like, you know, Alex, sure, that's kind of predictable. She was the like bad girl. She always dressed like, you know, stereotypically quote unquote lesbian she wore a lot of black. Um, she wore a lot of black. Uh, you She's know. probably vegetarian. Definitely. Why, are you just describing me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's casual. She wears glasses and hats. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> probably but also all this is um, she, Yeah, so she made sense. But Paige was cool because there are a lot of people that especially struggle to come out because they're in positions like they're the popular cheerleader and society has the media has always told us they're not lesbians. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool representation. And it was very exciting. I I was way too old for it. But I, you know, I wasn't (laughs) too old when Degrassi started. Yeah. So it was okay. 
So you, you were already introduced into like the world and then you were like, what? The world is opening and including me in it. That's amazing. Even though it took five seasons. Exactly. And because most of the things I watch now, I watch for the teen lesbians. Mm-hmm. But that was something I already watched. And yeah. then there were teen lesbians and it was exciting. That is. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have like, um, do you have a spreadsheet or like a database that you reference and you're like, mm, I really feel like watching teen lesbians today. Um, what haven't I watched? It's called Tumblr. Ah. <laughs> Seriously, all the stuff I find now I see on, uh, like I'm scrolling on my dash on Tumblr and it's like a gift set teen lesbians. I'm like, great. What am I watching this weekend? Okay. <laughs> what am I binging? And then there's all the memes about like, you know, friend, like, what are you watching right now? Me, this show, friend, are there lesbians like me? Well, yes, obviously. <laughs> uh, the internet and its little like tiny pocket niches. That's so good. Like the, the you teen can- lesbian Tumblr one is, is high quality. If you feel like checking it out. <laughs> Maybe after watching so much this week. That's fair. I might. It's not uh, too late to be a teen lesbian, Amber. What? You are an adult and married to a man, (laughs) but that doesn't mean it's too late. I still could be a teen lesbian? Yes. Amazing. We're all teen lesbians at heart. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like your next cat is going to be named teen lesbian. Um... No, but but as a a thing for later, my 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 newest cat, uh, his his name is Rizzo, which is from the Cubs first baseman. But also the time I got him, I was uh, doing a Glee rewatch in honor of uh, Naya Rivera. And um, we were just at like the episode where she plays Rizzo in in Greece. And um, so it's partially for her a, a teen lesbian. Good. As long as everything relates back to your love of teen lesbian things presented in media is great. All right. It does. Don't worry. Great. (laughs) Can't tell you how many like German soap operas I've watched. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. With, with Degrassi, I feel like I liked, I like the representation of, um, the relationship between, uh, Alex and Paige more than I liked the second one with um, Imogen and Fiona. Fiona, yeah, mm-hmm. Fimogen, as they are called. <laughs> uh-huh. Stop! No, come on, they are. You're making these up. I'm not. <laughs> I don't believe you. Go on Tumblr. Look up the tag. That's what no. you'll find. <laughs> Fimogen. No, I I love them because Fiona's story. Uh, prior to this relationship was great and she was going through problems with you know some mental health stuff and uh, alcoholism and I really enjoyed her as a character because uh, I, I, I don't know if everybody knows this I'm I'm in recovery I'm I in August celebrated what 13 years uh, clean Ooh, good and for you Thank you. And perhaps if I had had, you know, teen alcoholist, uh, alcoholism is the word I'm looking for. I like alcoholist. Thank you. Let's go with that instead. (laughs) Teen alcoholist in high school, I might have started seeing patterns sooner, but alas, I did not. So I felt great about Fiona as a character. And then they made her gay and it was like, yes, because television shows, whatever I watch, if I like a character, they end up gay. Yeah? 
Yes, it's magical. <laughs> it's a true talent of mine. You should you should work in like the writing room because then you'll just be like, okay, I'm really attached to this character. Therefore, I already know they're going to be. Amber, did you know that I went to school to write for television? Because that's what I want to do. Oh, Oh. no, I didn't. Well, now you know. You guessed it. You got there on your own. Didn't even need me to tell you. Wow. Now, can you guess what I went to school for? Leadership. (laughs) Well, the second school. Yeah, (laughs) because it was paid for by my company. Fine. First. No, I I actually have a degree in radio, television, film. So we should make things like radio, television and film. Mm -hmm. I took one radio class and now it's attached on my uh, my bachelor's degree. Perfect. (laughs) Took one. Hey, that's great. You know, junior college. That's the best part. It's it's just the words that matter, right? That's great. Yeah. But now I could work in radio if I want to. Probably Perfect. not. I would love to. But if you're listening, all 25 of you, uh, <laughs> if anybody works in radio, I would love to. Or television uh, production. Uh, or I, film. Yeah. Uh, anything. Film, television, anything. Anything. Webisodes. Just so we can have more teen lesbians. Thank you. You know what? Uh, it's true, though. I just, if you're writing teen lesbians, let me know. She will help. I'll write them better. Yes. Uh, one thing I did like about um, Fimogen is, um, <clears throat> okay, I only watched the two episodes, so I don't know the backstory between uh, Fiona and the lady that helped her, was supposed to be helping her move to New York to go be with her mom, who is now a criminal. Oh, God, I love a drama. Um, I don't know their relationship, but when when... Imogen and Fiona come off the Ferris wheel at the end of the second episode in that two episode arc. uh, And they're holding hands and they're all happy because they just kiss and it's so cute. And she like, she's just like, Oh, look at you guys holding hands. So cute. Like, and she just like accepts it and doesn't even question it. Yeah. There's nothing Mm -hmm. like absolutely nothing like, Oh, you're lesbian. Like that you have seen portrayed in media before. It was just like, that's cool. Like you found somebody you really care for and you love and that gets you. And that's amazing. Like that was, that's, that's what we should be showing. (laughs) Like that's what should be always the case when somebody finds somebody to care about and that cares about them as well. Whoever they are. Yeah. And that makes such a great point. That's such a great leap from Paige and Alex where Mm -hmm. it was, Oh, you're a lesbian now. What? And they're like, no, I just, you know, like this person and they happen to be a girl. And, you know, there were episodes subsequent that were about that. And with Fiona and Imogen, it was instantly just like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you guys are cute and like each other. Yeah. Now you kiss. That's great. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. That's the progression. Like, that's what it should be. I had a very dramatic reaction to... to, To them breaking up. Oh no, they break up. Spoiler. They break up. I know. I'm so sorry to I'm spoiler sorry. alert from many, many years ago. Oh my god. They break up. And my my reaction was to to decide to never watch Degrassi again. <laughs> but you had already made it at least eleven seasons. I had made it eleven seasons. No, okay, so that would have been season twelve when they broke up. Okay. So I made it real far into this. I didn't start watching again until Degrassi the Next Generation ended and Netflix, you know, got it the rights and started Degrassi Next Class. Yeah. And some of the characters followed over, including some teen lesbians. Yay. 
Um, but that was like Fiona and Imogen breaking up was the last straw for me with Degrassi, which had a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, but that just was so like, they didn't need to do that. Mm. Um, so it didn't really, uh, you know, it was rude. It was rude, rude to you specifically, Maddie. It was, a personal it was so rude. On me. It was. Exactly. I think like the writers were like, oh, you know what? There's this girl named Maddie. We, we hate wanted, her. We, wanted, we just want to do something to like really piss her off and stop watching. Cause like she's, she's a number in our ratings and we just don't want it anymore. We don't. <laughs> like, and it tells people to watch the show and they do. And uh, then we just don't want more viewers. Can't stand that girl. <laughs> it got canceled. It did. It was all because of you. And oh, it was all you're because welcome. of that breakup. Yeah. Sasha, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. Netflix picked it up. <laughs> if you get a chance to watch Next Class, it's uh, on Netflix, and uh, this girl Zoe um, falls for a a girl named Rasha who is Muslim, Ooh. and that adds a lot of interesting dynamic to it. Uh, Zoe's mom is super not okay with the gay people. Yeah, and. Um, you know, then you add the, the the Muslim aspect to it as well, which you never see lesbian, teen lesbian Muslim women. Yeah, it's never portrayed. No, they don't exist in, te- in television movies. You know, mm-hmm. there's some, uh, there's a couple movies that I've seen, but they've got subtitles. Yeah. And you know, they don't exist on shows like Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> but they do now. Which that kind of like transitions us into like, um, uh, into web, but I'm a cheerleader Best because like, because be there's, there's, I, for some reason, like, I feel like <laughs> there's usually a religious aspect in these movies where people are discovering like there's, it being okay to like somebody of the same sex. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's always, and I feel like that's just in general, like there's always like religion is the thing that, like, I'm sorry to speak about it, but like religion's the thing that often oppresses people and like puts them into a box that maybe they shouldn't belong into. 100%. Yeah. So if anyone, if you don't know, but I'm a cheerleader, it was a, a lot more indie. Um, so it is basically a girl who has a boyfriend and she is super not interested in this boy at all, actually. And her family and friends all decide she's gay and send her to... Uh, conversion therapy camp, um, which seems serious. And if you want to watch it taken seriously, uh, watch or re- watch the book, watch the movie or read the book, uh, Miseducation of Cameron Post. No, I like watch the book. Uh, watch the book or read the movie, <laughs> Miseducation of Cameron Post. Just do both, get the screenplay and just yep. read it. Well, that's smart. <laughs> read, watch the book movie script. Here we go. Um, but if you want to see it done by the woman who did Clueless, uh, watch, but I'm a cheerleader. It's, it's pastel colors and funny and stereotypical in a, in a, in a smart way. And really it's like the, the joke about lesbian movies is that like, what am I going to watch tonight? I want to watch a lesbian movie. Great. I have a choice of like seven and always they're all really, really bad, but (laughs) But I'm a cheerleader is is the like genuinely really good one. And casting <laughs> is like 
A plus. Casting, the casting could not be better. The casting in that movie is great. Theo is gay. Yes, and he's perfect in it. Perfect. Like, oh, we love Dante Bosco. He's Don't so dressed. And when 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 you see him in that suit, and when you watch this movie, you will know what that suit is, and you're just like, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. this is great. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you. This is this is not really it, it relates to the movie, but it's not really teen lesbian related. But the the words that came out of my mouth when I when I saw RuPaul, I was like, not RuPaul, not RuPaul being the, the conversion guy. I was like, RuPaul, RuPaul. I, don't believe, I don't believe it's you. I know it's you, but I don't believe it's you. That's, that was the like solidifier of that movie for me because it happens in the beginning like he's the first like person from the camp that you meet and god it's perfect it's it's the least believable (laughs) um gay conversion camp owner like runner you know in the world yeah and it's fantastic it's great (laughs) but I screamed, not RuPaul. I was like, I'm tissue. I was like, not RuPaul. That's no. wonderful. RuPaul. <laughs> Within a shirt that says, what does it say? Straight is great. Yeah. Oh, God. I uh, I was sold on that movie after that. Sold. I um, understand. It was great. It was, it's really a, a classic. But that's uh, like the tongue in cheek part about it is yeah. like, it's, it's basically it's commenting on the thing it's it's portraying as like look how ridiculous look how freaking look absurd how this is stupid this is like so dumb so ridiculous no just stop and they they it's ugh, everything about it is so brilliant there's the 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 gay men who run the you know uh gay home for wayward children who defectors. run away for yes the defectors they so run away good. from from true directions is that what it was called i think so yeah true directions um man they are funny and Rufio wears rainbow pajamas and so that suit. everything is, is uh, it looks like a cartoon, but somehow not at the yeah. same time. Even like inside of what is True Directions, like there's a whole room that's just the same color, Pepto-Bismol pink. <laughs> like everything in that room is that color, except for the actors. <laughs> like, oh, it's great. It they have to use bed sheets that are just little cartoons of people of their gender. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all wearing the same outfits and the mm-hmm. same like little nighties and stuff like that. Ugh, yep. It's terrible. It's great. It's really, and Faye Dunaway is in it and she's a dream. It's really good. And the, you know, you can't go wrong. And even like the story arc is like so precious because um, I forget the the main actress's name. Natasha Leone. Yes. (laughs) Who like everything you see her in, she's great. Like she's so funny. She can play any character she can play literally any character she can play in this she plays like the perfect cheerleader with the like coiffed blonde hair and big blue eyes like she's like literally just like the epitome of midwestern and southern like ideal girl and then but like they send her away and then she's like oh no i do like girls wait that one's hot i am gay aren't i yeah and they cast 
they cast like the perfect person to be her like love interest with um oh, what's her Lee name? Duval. Yeah, oh, she's perfect. Duval, uh, who is queer in real life mm-hmm. and makes great queer content to this day. Her movie Happiest Season with non-teen lesbians just came out and everybody liked it. There's no teen lesbians in it? Well, there's adult lesbians. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. non-teen. But non-teen, yeah. I was like, non-teen, non-teen lesbians. Part. <laughs> adult lesbians. Uh, but she she's always like, I feel like she always plays this like avant-garde character that's just like she's her hair's always dirty and like you think of looks, her in like Carnival or so good. Portlandia. <laughs> she's so that it's so good mm-hmm. yeah and not not yeah. Portlandia that's not what I was thinking of <laughs> I've never you know what I'm it. saying though no no I don't well never mind then <laughs> whatever everything she does is great I think I, I know her from um can't hardly wait oh uh, and the faculty oh and the faculty uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love that movie yep. mm-hmm. broad city is what I was thinking of um not faculty- not Portlandia doesn't the faculty have teen lesbians? The faculty has um, Clea Duvall. Yes, but does <laughs> but okay. Spoilers for the faculty that came out in like nineteen ninety nine. But I thought that like that the the alien chick made out with her too, so it was like kind of teen lesbians. That doesn't necessarily count as teen lesbians, but let's go with it. Okay. Let's yeah. go. We'll, 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 for we'll a at the time, that was great representation, I'm sure. <laughs> Which is horrible nowadays. My yes. comparisons. It's embarrassing nowadays. <laughs> but still a great movie. Uh, oh, the faculty. But I love uh, when they, they, they do the cocaine out of pens. <laughs> <laughs> what a dream. And they have to do it because it has to prove that they're not an alien. That they're not aliens. Oh. oh. You know, I hate horror films, but that was quality. No, that was a great one. I watched it just for Clea Duvall because of, but I'm a cheerleader and going, wow, Clea Duvall, an actual lesbian in the Hollywood. What it's else so is she in? See, I watched it for Josh Hartnett. Because Josh Hartnett, he's dreamy. He's very dreamy. <laughs> then he just dropped off the face of acting. Like, well, I don't, yes, but I don't know where he went. Didn't we sad. all at some point? Yes, yes, that we movie did. had a cast: Jordana Brewster, Selma Hayek, uh-huh. uh huh, Famke Janssen. Yep, yeah, everyone was in that movie. Elijah Wood. Oh my God, Hi. Usher. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot Usher was in it. Yes. <laughs> that guy from Terminator Two. Oh my God, I want to watch The Faculty so bad right now. <laughs> I wonder where it's streaming. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. I think I oh I have it on VHS. If you want to borrow it, <laughs> I take it from TV. Player. <laughs> do you want to borrow my VHS player? No, I never do. <laughs> <laughs> The only reason I would ever need a VHS player is to watch like my sixth birthday as recorded by my mother. Yeah, we'll bring it over. We'll watch it. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just, I don't know why, but like the fact that um, Natasha was just like the, the like classically pretty girl and then like cleared Put her in orange is the new black and she's the like crazy. Yeah. She's like the hardcore lesbian with the dirty hair uh-huh. and it just hits on everyone. Mm-hmm. It's She's a really, really talented actor. And that's the movie that introduced me to her. 
And then, you know, I went on to watch Slums of Beverly Hills that she was great in. That was the first one that I saw her in was Slums of Beverly Hills. Excellent, excellent version Mm -hmm. of her. Yes. Yeah, she's she's just great. She's so diverse. I love her. But yeah. Yep. That movie, like, there's so much to unpack in that movie. <laughs> I think there's people a, just need to watch it. It's, it's a movie that gave lesbians the the phrase, like, your root. You know, like, mm. when you find the reason, quote unquote, the reason that you're gay. And it's a joke, always. The, the reason you're gay is that you were born gay. Yeah. But everybody has a, a root, quote unquote. Um, mine, my route, I always say was, uh, Annie Mac, Alex Mac's sister in the secret of Alex Mac. I loved that show. <laughs> Same. And for some reason, the nerdy older sister that like did her homework <laughs> all the time was my, I was like, wow, she's so cool. I love her. I loved her. <laughs> and I, you know, later in your life you go, oh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> That's such a like specific example. <laughs> like it's so, it's so like you have to find like the kids that were really into Nickelodeon in the nineties <laughs> to even know to the even show. Know the show, and then more so to remember that she had a, had sister, a sister, and yeah. then more so to remember that it, her name was Annie and that she was a nerdy <laughs> science nerd. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what it was about her. I had like original. I had sorry. I just I can't. This is a very weird thing to to remember. I had um, Invisible Annie from Alex Mack, uh, like, teach me science. She was like my my tutor, like my imaginary friend. But it was <laughs> Annie Mack from That's The Secret of Alex Mack. But you learned science. Well, did I? No. <laughs> no. I don't think you did. Of course I didn't. <laughs> you just were very happy staring exactly. at your imaginary Annie Mack. So the moral of this story is bless, but I'm a cheerleader for giving gays the term like your root. Amber, what's your root? Not that you're gay, but I feel like if you met a woman that was amazing, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, Um, Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Everyone has a root. The roots in uh, in But I'm a Cheerleader are all hilarious. They're all great. I, I was like, oh, I was born in France. <laughs> that was <laughs> wonderful. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, they just they just accept it. They're all gay. Yeah, I feel like mine would either be like something My Little Pony or Rainbow Bright related. I get that because those are my jam, or the Chipettes. Oh, oh my God, they mm-hmm. were great. Yeah, because so cute. All of them are just, it would be, mine would be weird in cartoons. Like it'd be, it'd be cartoon ladies. That's fine. That's great. Yeah, That's how most people find their, their sexuality through like, you know, Simba. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, cartoons, anthropomorphic animals that are are very good looking. Robin Hood is always one that, that especially the, the, the Disney like crazy fans. They're always they're always into Robin Hood. Oh. Well, he's always. yeah. You're he's right. A fox, literally. Oh, let's be honest. <laughs> no, we each got to do it once. We're done with that now. Oh, uh, we did. That's twice now. Oh God. 
We've used our allotted lesbian <laughs> joke. We've we've used the initial one and the callback, so we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you believe in the rule of threes, and then we can do it one more time, and that's it. But it has to happen at the end. In, in that case, though, I do really like uh, even numbers, so don't don't be surprised <laughs> by a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> that's assuming we do the third. Wow, anything could happen. Yeah, anything could happen. So moving on from our, our roots, um, I'm trying to think something you didn't see television wise. Oh, no. Um, there's so there's a few there's there's not a lot of TV shows with main characters that are, are queer. That's still the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's getting better, especially especially females. Especially females, yes. Men because men are much more prevalent. They're more accepted for some reason, and I don't know why. Which is odd because I feel like women are sexualized, mm-hmm. but that for some reason gay men are viewed as more valid. Maybe, like, I feel like it's because society puts a, an effeminate swing on them. So, like, they're more presented as, like, feminine. So it's more accepted for some reason because to like they're still men because they're still men but now they're like effeminate men even sense. though that's not the case with all gay men like there's literally the spectrum of gay men from like oh, anybody listening to this everybody. knows that okay. we we know that anyone can be gay yes <laughs> yes <laughs> like if you're listening to this and you don't know like how incredibly accepting we are like Please listen again. (laughs) Please, please listen seventeen times so that we get our numbers up. Thank you. Everyone Uh, is gay. We're good. Literally. Is that not what we meant? No. What? What? (laughs) But like, I think maybe that's why. Because I feel like, especially like in like the eighties, nineties, and stuff, there was always like the girls kissing girls, women kissing women. Oh, it's so sexy. And they're just kissing their friends to learn how to kiss for boys. Yeah, they're just putting a show on for us men. Like, that kind of shit. Like, I feel like the over-sexualization of women and portraying gay men as more effeminate, like, works in the same vein. Because they're still men. Yeah, because they're still men. But like men are still the ones being pleased. And that's what society wants us all to believe should be the case. Yes. You nail on the head. Boom. Exactly it. Good job. So tragically, then lesbians, um, you know, don't get shows. They don't. We did get two in the in the in the past here. With teens or adults. Teens, teen lesbians. Oh. This is about teen lesbians, Amber. If we want to talk about adult lesbians, we can call another, another episode. It's another episode. It'll be called "I'm Obsessed with Just Regular Lesbians." But doesn't that encompass all lesbians then? If we're just regular lesbians, no, no, Amber, it, you're not. You're not gay, so you, you don't know. I don't understand. I'm joking. <laughs> So, teen lesbian television shows. MTV, of all things, came out with a show called Faking It. Okay. Now, when you watch the trailer for Faking It, it looks like the most offensive, absurd, horrendous piece of shit bullshit ever. I, a good person, watched the pilot episode to give it a try. Mm -hmm. And what is set up as... 
two girls uh, where one of them really wants to be popular and convinces the other one that if they uh, pretend to be in a relationship together, um, that they'll be popular as like the cool lesbian couple at their, mm-hmm. you know, hipster school in Austin, Texas. In Texas. Oh, God. And so they do that. And so it seems like it's going to be like, wow, that's so offensive. This is a show about people pretending to be lesbians yeah, um, for popularity. Wow. But when you watch it at the end of the first episode, they, uh, you know, one of them kisses the other one because people are like, they're not lesbians. And they're like, if I wasn't a lesbian, would, would I do this? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one girl's like, Oh yeah, that was great. Good job. And then the one girl's like, Oh fuck. And she has the like gay <laughs> panic look on her face. Like, like Oh, I liked that. Oh no. And so, <laughs> So the show turns out to be a a very cute and kind story about a girl figuring out her sexuality while secretly being in love with her best friend who she's in a pretend relationship with. Mm. Um, And uh, the truth is that that's not not something that happens in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it 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 was it was good. And it was about queer teens and the one of the main characters is a gay male Mm -hmm. so like they really went for it and more so there's a teen um main character who's who was born um intersex so they that was like the first ever intersex representation um on all of television and um faking it it didn't last very long but it had a pretty good fan base and when i think about it mtv what was the name of that show undressed you remember undressed yes where it's not allowed to watch it it's like three three stories per episode of like it's anthology but set up weirdly Mm -hmm. that one had a lot of lesbians on it but hardly any teen lesbians mostly Uh, adults mostly normal lesbians just regular lesbian. Just regular lesbian. <laughs> yes. Not the subgenre of teen. No, just the regular lesbians. <laughs> um, but faking it, faking it, I really enjoyed. Um, and then there was a show on the the I don't know what to call this network, the N. What Degrassi aired on Teen Nick, which was then the N, which then became like something else. I don't know. Oh, I don't like but, that. I don't like they the also N. aired a show called South of Nowhere for a few seasons. Okay. That I keep telling my girlfriend I want her to watch it, but she doesn't like um steady cam footage. Oh yeah. Um and it's shot it's shot basically entirely on handheld, handheld and yeah. if, if you're watching and you are used to looking at shots and being like, "Oh, this is making me dizzy." It takes a second to get past it and I don't think she will. Mm. Which is too bad because it's it's about a family from a conservative Christian uh, location that moves to L.A. And the girl meets a girl at school who identifies as a lesbian. And, you know, what happens from there to the family surrounding this and et cetera, et cetera. And it's really genuinely good. Oh, cute. Good. And it didn't do much because, you know, you've never heard of it. No one's heard of it. (laughs) Except for the lesbians have heard of it. They've all watched it. Because they're all on Tumblr, just recommending things to each other. 
Exactly. Yeah. You missed out. (laughs) Um, But that was, so those are like, those are the shows that center on teen lesbians and that's it. And I can guarantee you the 99% majority of anyone who ever listens to this, they haven't heard of either of those. Yeah. Unless they're here just to listen to the teen lesbian episode. Yeah. Unless they were scrolling through Apple podcasts and was like, Oh, teen, teen lesbians. lesbians. My favorite. Great. I'm I too am obsessed with lesbians. They're like, me too. Oh my God. I found my niche. <laughs> they're so excited. Hey. <laughs> Any teen lesbian listeners, if you're looking for a cool gay aunt, I am available. <clears throat> She's very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm also gay, so I'm, I can vouch for those things. I don't know about the ant part, but like... Well, I'm not an ant. That's the part I'm applying <gasps> for. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if your family is questionable, uh, hit me up. I am not, and will support you and your teen lesbianism. Perfect. Nailed it. And you will, you will provide uh, entertainment recommendations to aid you in, in just seeing yourself represented in media. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's so cool, though, because people have more to teach me now. I feel like, you know, when I was gay and and growing up, it was the the people I had to look up to were literally Ellen DeGeneres and like her show got canceled. Yeah. So like that was it. That's what I had. And then by the end of high school, Willow was was a lesbian on on. Buffet. Buffy and there was Carol and Susan on Friends the like you know two episodes that they were in mm-hmm. um so the the teen lesbians nowadays really are lucky as all hell <clears throat> they have much more than you did they have so much more than i did and they have things to show me now which is weird cuz i'm used to being the one but it's great because it means there's this boom in in lesbian and especially teen lesbian content. Yeah. This year alone, um, we had uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters, which was great. I did watch that. Oh. I watched, I watched, I think I got to episode five or six. So uh, I got, I got so to the teen lesbian part. Oh, excellent. I did. Because at first you were like, watch this. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, where are the teen lesbians? They're not showing up. Everybody here is very straight. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, they literally go to that three. Girl just, she's the they president really of the, the straight, straight alliance. Yeah. <laughs> she was the first one to have man plus woman sex on the show. Like, the one that, on. yep, yep, I know. Like in the first five minutes of the show. Yeah. It's like the it's, opening scene. The show is great though. It's really funny. And it's, it's very, really funny. it's okay. It's very real as like somebody, especially like right now in this, like this time of like 2016 happened and then we had to live with it for four years. Um, <laughs> like the dynamic between the, the twin girls it's and so their parents and the grandparents is <sighs> like, it's, it, it's exact. Like mm-hmm. coming from a family that was raised in the South. And now I live in, you know, Southern California, which is a much more liberal place. However, my parents still live in, you know, Orange, Orange County, I'll say it. Uh, that is not the most not liberal. Um, like it's, and me having like worked where I've worked in like, you know, experience things I've experienced. Like 
I'm a much, I feel like I'm a much more open-minded person, which makes me identify with, um, I don't remember their names because I'm horrible, but like the more, Sterling. the more, the non-Sterling one. Claire. <laughs> Claire. Like Blair. I, I Blair. E, Blair. God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, Claire. Claire. <laughs> she doesn't look like a Claire. She Claire from Claire. Degrassi? <laughs> not um, a teen lesbian. Not a teen lesbian. Sterling. Teen lesbian. Um, but I like I identified with like her interaction at like the dinner table with the grandparents where the oh, grandparents yeah, say something and she's and then they look at each other, she's like, Don't say anything. She's like, I have to, I have to say it, I have to say it. Like I, I literally have that that look exchange with my husband all the time, and he's the one saying, Don't say anything. Like, please do not say anything. And I'm like, No, I'm too bold. I'm too I have to. I'm very outspoken. I need to happen. I have to. Like that kind of dynamic and like it's just, it's so perfectly written. Like, it's so good. And you think Teen Bounty Hunters, that's weird. But it makes sense. In the it show. makes so much sense. So the, exactly what you're talking about. The the more progressive children that just through the whole show grow even more progressive uh, with the questionably conservative parents and then the absurdly conservative grandparents. grandparents yep i feel like you're absolutely right in your experience and that that is an experience for a lot of people now because that's what the especially world is right now like. yes mm-hmm. especially right now when everyone's talking about it so it's even more apparent mm-hmm. yeah but like oh man just the grandpa I'm, I'm just like the grandpa going i'm going to enjoy my biscuit on the veranda <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to her anymore and i'm just like oh my god stop i know that's a, that's off the topic of teen lesbians but like no, it's not it's I, it's, it's not. <laughs> I, that show is great like i and, i could binge more well the, the awful thing is that it did not get picked up for a second season Boo. Well, and here's why netflix hates teen lesbians. <laughs> I'm going to say that out loud, knowing that, you know, that could affect my, my future. Hey, the head of Netflix is one of our listeners. So. I know. And, and will and is putting me on the blacklist to never be hired to write for any of their shows. Your dream is crushed. <laughs> Netflix hates teen lesbians. Anything you have seen that is on Netflix and has teen lesbians has been canceled. Ew. Um, one day at a time got canceled. Um, and they Netflix fought tooth and fucking nail for no reason not to let anybody pick up that show. That's horrible. And they finally let like a tiny network that nobody had heard of pick it up. So it continued. But uh, just anytime anything gets canceled on Netflix, check. I can confirm that it does have teen lesbians in it. And that is why there will not be another season. Dang. So... Teenage Bounty Hunters was the newest casualty. Boo! As opposed to, I just binged in the last couple days on Amazon Prime, The Wilds. Okay. I'm not going to say anything because it came out last week and it's brand new and I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Is it episode by episode or is it boom, drop? It's it's all dropped. It's all up there. All 10 episodes okay. on Amazon Prime. It I like those better. Really, really, really is good. Okay. The wilds. The wilds. And they're, they're, we very quickly are introduced to a, a, one of the main characters is a, an out teen lesbian. Great. On Um, brand for you. On brand for me. And it only took, the show came out 
uh, on the 12th and it got renewed yesterday. So it took a, a week to get wow. renewed for season two. Wow. Yeah. Their ratings must have been great. Amazon Prime also knows that that if they have teen lesbians, they have an entire fucking audience that never would have come to watch their shows mm-hmm. and now will for the teen lesbians. Yep. <clears throat> And so they get it and they realize that money is more important than whether or not they hate teen lesbians. Yeah. Money. If you're in a company and you're in you're, you're you have something that can make you money and get you another demographic to get, what you do. get to the, pro- the platform. Why don't you just say, go for the money? Yeah. Like, put out whatever your content. Go like when Netflix canceled Sense8, which is one of the best shows ever. Let's not be surprised by the siren outside right now. Yeah, there's been a couple times where I was going to ask if you were getting abducted by aliens, but like I figured we'd just keep going. And then if you got abducted, then you got abducted. And then we figured that out after. Yeah. I mean, you could just keep talking and that's fine. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm just going to keep talking about teen lesbians. I don't know where Maddie went, but I'll talk about what I know about teen lesbians, which is not as much as Maddie knows about teen lesbians. But your education is greater now as other people's will be as well. Yes. Especially after listening to this episode and hearing all the recommendations. Exactly. (laughs) What were we talking about? I don't know. Uh, You were talking about the wilds. Teen lesbians. Teen lesbians. Netflix lesbian sensate they canceled sensate netflix and the the uh, we we were all very very mad and there were not teen lesbians in netflix but but just regular lesbians uh on on sensate um so netflix canceled it shocking after two seasons and everyone was mad and then netflix was like we're sorry you're mad but we're not doing it and then everyone was like no fuck you do it and they said fine we appreciate our fans so much that we're doing a a finale movie to tie up the story. And that was like the first time, you know, viewers ever won. (laughs) Except for like when the Firefly movie was made, when Serenity was made. Yeah. But um, that move, that Sense8 is filmed in multiple countries, in multiple locations with every main cast member in every location and is very expensive to film. Mm-hmm. So I understand if that I don't know if it did because they didn't advertise it very well. But if it didn't have the audience, I understand them making that choice. It sucks. Yeah, but they promoted the show better. Yep. Um, so it's still their fault. But like, at least I get it when it comes to Teenage Bounty Hunters. They filmed in a high school in Georgia with a bunch of unknown actors. And Georgia has a huge um, film industry right now. Like, it did not have cost very much to make no. that season of television. Super cheap. There's no special effects. Mm-mm. There's like two scenes where they're driving. Like, <laughs> they're, like literally, it costs nothing. Yeah. Could do um, all those in one day. Yep. Literally, like probably. Yeah. If it, yes. If everyone worked hard enough and you had like two, like an A and a B crew, you could probably film a season of that in, in one or two days. Yeah. For real. It wouldn't be like the best, but you could do it. <laughs> I, I specifically meant the driving scenes. Thank you. <laughs> I meant the whole show. Set a day aside, be like, okay, we have the insurance for the driving scenes today and today yep. only. <laughs> yep. And that's how we're saving money. No problem. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, Netflix canceled that. That was good. So this year we've got what I said, Teenage Bounty Hunters. Now I said The Wilds, um, Utopia Falls, which I haven't watched yet. It's on my list. 
but that I think is on Hulu. Okay. Um, and it's a future dystopia with teen lesbians. Ooh. I feel like there would be so many more teen lesbians in a future dystopia. I don't understand a future dystopia where anybody is strictly heterosexual. It does not make sense based on the progression of people in the world currently. I agree with you. There's articles every day of like teens these days are gayer than ever. Like 90% of teens identify as bisexual. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I, there's like, there's one thing that like I've always said, like, since I'm going to say not always, because like I was once again raised very sheltered and I had to get out of that. But since like, you have learned your true affiliations. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like everybody is on like a scale of like, I only like same sex and I only like opposite sex. But like the majority of people that only like one or the other are like four of them. There's like three in the world and that's it. Everybody Mm -hmm. else falls in the middle of just like, you know what? You should be comfortable enough with who you are to be like, that is a very beautiful man. That is a very beautiful woman. Like, oh, I'm attracted to that man or I am attracted to that woman. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter what their genitalia is. It should just matter who the human is. My like, partner had never dated a woman before me. And mm-hmm. here we are. There you go. Because it ultimately doesn't matter. And we no. clicked as friends and it became, you know, something else. And that's something that happens when you recognize that love doesn't have fucking constraints on it. That's right. Because you should fall in love with the person and not like... What the fuck is on your body physically. It's dumb. It is. It is. And (laughs) and the teens all know that. And it's bringing this boom of representation on television, which in turn teaches people in society that it's okay, which in turn makes it more okay to have more teen lesbians and just regular lesbians on TV. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so yes, you're absolutely right. I don't trust a, a, a dystopian future that isn't all queer. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. all in the middle. That's where everyone's just going to be. It's just, are you a person that I like? Great. I'm going to be with you. Cool. Yep. Like, Nifty. Oh, oh, hey, what gender are you, by the way? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. I just I would like to know because I need to know which pronouns to use. Yeah, all I want to know. Whichever you want me to use, I don't yeah, care. just tell me. <laughs> it every day, just let me know. Give me flashcards in the morning so I can do my best. Thank you. I, uh, <clears throat> side note: I saw someone on TikTok who um, who identifies different days. They identify as a different gender, so they they color code with bracelets. And oh, I was that's like, smart. I was like, that is genius. So it's like when they want to be referred to as she or they, they'll wear like a pink bracelet and a yellow bracelet. And I'm like, oh, I love that. But when they're having a day where they want to be a he, blue bracelet, boom. Like, so it's a blatant, like, this is what I want today. And they don't even have to say it until uh, like after they explain it to people. And I'm like, that is genius. If you're their friend or you know them, you know, every day, check their bracelet first. So you can make the right thing to make your friend feel safe. Exactly. And I, I, I thought that was great. I was like, this is a brilliant TikTok. <laughs> I definitely, genius. I know people make like pins that you can wear and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a pin that's got like she, he, and they mm-hmm. with like a, a, a spinning, you know, thing so you can point at it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I don't wear it really or anything, and it, it, but it's, it's just something to have yeah. because everybody should be clear about their pronouns, whether mm-hmm. it seems obvious or not. Correct. Unless you yourself are not clear about your pronouns, in which case that's okay too. 
yeah, then <clears throat> just just pick what you like to be called. Because mm-hmm. that's I that's what we should all just be doing anyway, is just doing what we want. We should all just go use fucking sign language, American sign language, because you just point at like <laughs> just a person. Point at the person. You There's go no fucking person. gender. And that if they're person. not there, you just say their name. Yeah. Like that's the much better option here. We just we just all have name signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. That was one of my favorite things I found out about sign language is that everybody has name signs, but you can't make your own. Somebody has to give it to you. And I was like, oh, that's cute. To have a a deaf friend give you one. And I I know sign language and and have deaf friends, but do not have one. Oh, you don't have one yet? I don't. No one has has given me one yet, but that means I am not deserving yet. So (laughs) you have not been accepted in the community. Accepted. <laughs> um, We've skewed from teen lesbians to sign language name signs. <laughs> everything is about teen lesbians, Amber. Don't be ridiculous. Okay, so Utopia Falls. What else this year? There have been some just regular lesbians this year for sure. But we have the, the prom the, that we watched. The prom. Thank you. I watched it. The prom. So I watched I the, prom the prom also a couple times. We we and we the breached theater. the topic first on our Broadway episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the play, the musical multiple times and really, really loved it and was trepidatious uh, regarding how the movie adaptation would go versus Amber, who knew nothing and went into the movie adaptation with really low expectations. Uh, so, I, I Amber, said no expectations. <laughs> sorry, my mistake. Zero expectations. Zero. But there were teen lesbians. What did you think about them specifically? I am. About the the teen lesbians specifically, um, I enjoyed them. I thought they were I thought they were adorable. Um, I it, when you're first introduced to um, once again, you know me and names. They're just they don't exist in my brain. Um, the Emma. main girl, Emma, who wears the high pants, and I love Emma. it. She looks so good in tailored pants, Emma. Uh, and then her her little secret girlfriend, Alyssa. What's her secret girlfriend's name? What is Alyssa. it? Alyssa. Alyssa. So when you're first introduced to Alyssa. Al- <laughs> <laughs> Are you making fun of me? No, I just said it like eight times. Alyssa. Alyssa. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> anyway, when you're first introduced to Alyssa, it's like everybody's making fun of Emma, like the cheerleaders and stuff. They're all like, they're like, do you like what we left in your locker? And they're being annoying. And then mm-hmm. Alyssa's like, Alyssa's like, stop it. And they're like, what? Are you her friend or something? And she's like, no, but I'm not in third grade. And I was like, that's her. That's her girlfriend. Yes. That, <laughs> like, that, 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 especially because the, the story is obviously set up for us to know that everybody in this town hates the gays, except for yeah. the one gay. Yeah. So, the, yes. The they, one that away one closeted gay yeah like she's the only one that that supports emma in her cause nobody else does no Um, except the black principal but that's expected yeah (laughs) Uh, he was great i did not know he could sing i was very impressed and surprised by by his performance yeah he did michael key is that his name yeah i'm like he's he's one of the key and peels um yeah i i really I really enjoyed him in this movie because Mm -hmm. he was, I liked, I liked that they had an adult supportive figure in there. Like that was was great. 
It was, yeah. Uh, especially because I don't remember. I watched so much teen lesbian drama this week. Um, where her parents, her parents were not supportive, and she had to go live with her grandma. Correct. Correct. Emma's parents uh, kicked her out, and she lives with yes. her supportive grandmother, her super badass grandma, who we love. Um, yes, but but like I. I enjoyed that there was an adult in the school that supported her because and ultimately not normal. No, <laughs> like that's it's not, not normal experience. I feel especially because there's two things he could have been doing. And for us, we want to believe of course that he is supporting her because that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like, of course that's what they make it out to be. But there's also the reality that some teachers, principals, whoever authority figures are saying, yes, I support my gay students because that's their job to do that. And inside yeah, they're, they're like, excited. I don't want to, but I have to. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea that he, he seemed to actually look differently at the families that were like, uh, you know, it's a gay prom. And he's like, okay, no, it's not a gay prom. <laughs> like just come prom. to this century, folks. <laughs> yeah. That was an important thing to distinguish that he, he clearly actually is a, a good liberal man. Yes. <laughs> that um, likes the gays. He does like the gays. He loves musical theater. <laughs> But I also I also enjoyed that because there's a lot of times where it's portrayed that like they're they're they don't portray a straight man liking musical theater, which there's so many. Um, but there like are. they even do musical theater. Yeah. And mm-hmm. having him be like, I support her and like them maybe thinking that he's also gay. But then he's like, no, I just really like musical theater. <laughs> like I can I can be straight and like musical theater. That's a normal thing. Like guys are dumb. Um but <clears throat> then the fact that like Emma's parents kicking her out and then Alyssa, you find out who her mom is. I audibly gasped. I audibly gasped. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I should have seen I, I I, w- I muted myself to clear my throat, which if you all want to know is if I'm not talking, I've probably muted myself to clear my throat. So just imagine that in the background. Um, but I, just like, I, I just did not hear you. <laughs> I said, I said, when you find out who Alyssa's mom is, like I should have clocked it. Like, I did not, but I, I like gasped. I was like, <gasps> I was like, no wonder she's so scared. <laughs> To come out because of what happened to Emma's family. Mm-hmm. Like Emma's parents kicking her out. Like she obviously Alyssa doesn't want her parents like to kick her, her out. Her mom's hitting the anti-gay prom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, no. But I mean, mm-hmm. it it's it's very it's like I want to say poetic, but like that's not the right word of like it's very telling of like why, like why she's so oppressed, like why she is so nervous to come out. And Emma's just like, just do it, just do it, just do it. And, and Alyssa's like, I will, I swear, I will, uh, I will, I will, I'm not, I will, I can't. I will like, some point. Her, yeah, her struggle, like, because of who her mom is, is and how her mom is acting is so, like, 
it's, it's the actress does it very well. Like Oriana DeBose was was excellent as Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really what I like about the character in the in the aspect that you're talking about is that in the the song she sings later, Alyssa Green, she talks about having to be perfect for her mom, mm-hmm. and of the things she talks about, like n- none of it really has to do with her being gay. Yeah. It's just about her being perfect. Perfect. And that her mom has these expectations for her and the heartbreaking line of like, because, you know, maybe if you're perfect, you know, your father might come back. Um, That's what the mom could be thinking. And it's 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 heartbreaking because on top of all of the pressures people have from their parents to be a certain person, she has this additional. Oh, good. Also, my mom hates the gays. Great. Yeah, (laughs) she hates the gays of which I am one. Great. So I'll never be I'm perfect. Yeah. Like it's, it's already a blemish on her that her mom will never it, not see in her, it, in Alyssa's mind. Whatever yeah. else she does isn't going to matter anyway. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, I, 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 I liked that the, the complexity of that in that character. I did enjoy that. Very For much sure. So. And that's something that carries from the play to the movie pretty well. There's not a lot of that character or the the relationship with her mother that is lost uh, okay, or good. when brought to the movie. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought I thought Emma was just she's just adorable. Like <laughs> she's just so cute. And like she even though like she gets like upset and angry, like I feel like she she is a very she's a very positive role model in this show in this movie slash play. Like I feel like she's okay. always she always felt very positive. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And like it a hundred percent does. And uh that is my my big critique on on the the woman who played Emma, uh Joe Ellen Pellman, who is new to this and I think is has clearly shown herself to be a very talented singer and performer, mm-hmm. but the character to me and to many people does not work as a positive character and her portrayal of this optimism uh did not work for me. I'm trying to be very nice. It did not work for me. Yeah. Uh, this character is not going through that. <clears throat> uh, and the positivity I can see and it works for some people and that's great. But when you look into her situation in the reality, mm-hmm. Joellen, the performer, clearly has never had a problem with being gay. She is is queer in real life and clearly her family did not kick her out and people were not horrendous to her about it. And she knows that it's okay in the end and doesn't for a second think that it's not going to be in most people's case. That's not the truth. And in reality, the, her positivity that she brought to it did not work for me for that character. Okay. I, I see that. Did, um, did somebody else portray her in the stage play? Yeah, so there is only one person that that did both, and her name is uh, Vashti. I forget her last name. My apologies, but she was in the ensemble of both. Um, okay. So she was in the ensemble of the play, and she's in. You see her. You know when the uh, the Godspell cast 
uh, is hanging out. Yeah. Uh, she's in the movie. She's uh, one of the Godspell cast members. Okay. <laughs> um, in the play, a, a very talented woman named Caitlin Kinnanen plays Emma. Mm-hmm. She plays Emma with the sense of darkness where when she sings the line about picture a Xanax in your hand, mm-hmm. you believe that she would actually take a Xanax and not that she's already on Xanax. Mm. <laughs> that um, makes sense. It's if that's a that's a way to explain that. She has a much different take on the character and the character uh was molded and shaped by the, the all of the characters were molded by the original performers who mm-hmm. workshop the show for years. Yeah. So the character of Emma is meant to be the the darker um you know joke that's there's they had to take out in the play there's a joke where the the principal asks Emma like you know what what problem are you having like are you on meth it's always meth my principal friends always complain about meth uh at their schools and she's like I'm not on meth not yet <laughs> and that's a joke that Emma would make and yeah. in the movie version she would never say that because yeah. you know, no honey the way you're acting you're already on meth aren't you or she like, doesn't know what meth is or she yes yes exactly <laughs> she doesn't know what meth is like I said she was clearly very talented and I would love to see her in some other roles that mm-hmm. I think she would really bring something special to yeah but for me this was not the right casting for this mm-hmm. role. That is um, fair. Another th- cons- con- another thing regarding that is the the songs. Um, there's two songs where at the end, Caitlin, the original singer, goes up, mm-hmm. and Joellen goes down. Yeah, I noticed. I was like, I was like, it's- a lot of these songs are being adjusted, and I didn't even. I don't know the normal songs. I don't know the songs from the show, but like, I I watch a lot of musicals and stuff like yeah. that. So you're. Something's missing. For a musical theater person, like you, you know that they're always going to go for that note. You know that the songwriters are always going to put that note and you know that the singers are always going to want to go for that note. So to take things down, like... It's probably because she can't sing that high. Exactly, exactly. Which means, again, she might not have been, you know, the best casting vocally either. yeah. But like I said, I really would love, I can't wait to, I hope that this, this propels her and she's given opportunities to play other queer roles that mean a lot and that she has a, you know, chance to really show me and, and other people like how great she really can be. Yeah. I hope it's a stepping stone for her. Like, I hope, I hope it is. Um, One, the, the one, a part that I really enjoyed, (laughs) which um, it, tell me how the, the stage did it. Like, was the um the song where uh, the Juilliard guy sings about the Bible and just like rips all of the little Christians? My neighbor. Oh my god! I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is wonderful. Yes, love thy neighbor is great. Love thy neighbor is the moral of the entire story. Yes, and uh, I'll say what I love and what I don't love. Okay. Okay. So I'll start, I'll start negative so we can end that thought positively. Yay. The thing that, this is such a tiny little silly thing. And this is what bothered me and that I, that I can't stop thinking about, about the movie. And it's bugging me at the back of my head. Like at all times, you can just know that I'm thinking about this. Okay. 
they make the joke earlier in the movie and the 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 play as well. Um, uh, ooh, I'm going to dress you for prom. Let's go to Saks. There's no Saks here. We have a Kmart. Yeah. And then they end up at this giant fucking fashion center with Sephora and, you know, Forever 21 and all of these places where you could easily find nice things. Yeah. And it just got it. If they were going to do that, just get rid of that whole joke. Yeah. But if you're going to do the joke, do the joke because it's funny. And because this is the type of town where there's a Kmart and they don't have this shopping center. That mall. The main place. (laughs) Is it main place? Yeah. I think we, we did some, some research and we all kind of established me and some friends established that it's, that it's definitely main place. Oh, cause I was like, that looks like my mall growing up. It's like, it, we're between Montebello and Main Place, I think. Because it looks like it looks like the renovations that they did at um, Mission Viejo, the mission, the shops at Mission Viejo. Like, I don't frequent malls, nor am I from <laughs> here, so I, it could be. But from the fountain, from the fountain said no. Like the fountains are different in my mall, but like a lot of those shots looked like my mall, which a lot of the Orange County malls look alike. So, like, I was like. I feel like I'm just looking at a video of my mall, which is Mm -hmm. really weird to me because I spent a lot of time as a teenager at my mall. That's funny. Either either between classes, because the mall that the Mission Viejo Mall is right next to like the junior college I went to. Oh my God. So like just between classes, you'd either just go to the food court or just go shopping. Like you go to pack pack sun. (laughs) Wow. What a life. (laughs) Yeah. How interesting. I know. The dream, right? No. No. Um, so that bothered me so much because in the because it's 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 stupid. That's not the kind of town. Yeah. And then you're you're saying that people with access to all of this this uh, you know that comes with this big mall mm-hmm. um are still so in the Stone Age, which is not generally the case in the real world. Yeah. And in the play, so in the scene where they're doing, you know, the getting ready for prom montage, mm-hmm. they don't go anywhere. There isn't a location for that. They're yeah. in uh, Emma's room. Okay. So um, it makes so much sense and kills later when they're in that location uh, doing Love Thy Neighbor. Mm-hmm. And it's not a mall. It is the front of a Seven Eleven. Perfect. Which is perfect for where you imagine these types of people would actually be hanging out with their friends, sitting on milk crates and shit out front of the 7-Eleven. Asking people to go buy them beer. Asking people to go buy them beer. Asking the cast of Godspell to go buy them (laughs) beer. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so that that's one little thing that I think just like diminished. Like I know Ryan Murphy loves a spectacle. He loves a big mall thing, anything, but yes, a fountain, any kind of fountain, but it, it didn't work for me. And I, I think that once the people that I've told about that are like, I didn't even think of that. You're right. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that is what killed me about that. What I love me about uh, love thy neighbor is the the grand epicness of how simple it is when people, when you have these characters looking at, oh shit, I've been believing what the Bible says, but the Bible says this. And someone showed me that and I 
took a second to think about it. And now I realize I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And the the simplicity of that, it's so simple for people to read something in the Bible and think, yes, that this or be told something and think, yes. But when they're told otherwise, it's it's not as simple. Yeah. For some reason. And it, it it should be. And I love that they're like, no. And he's like, no, literally love thy neighbor. It says this. Um, and it says, you know, you can't have a tattoo. Uh, and also we're going to stone your mom because she got divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're OK with those, but not with gay people. Yep. And the fact that everyone just went, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what? That's you're right. Which is how people, I I wish people would think. I love when I'm wrong and people go, hey, you're wrong because of this. And I go, oh, shit, that's such a great way to look at it. You're right. I'm wrong because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, How else do we become better people? Yeah. So the idea that like all of these these youth are so open to being told they're wrong, looking at things another way and doing that and then making the right choice. Yeah. And then apologizing for being an asshole. That was my favorite part when they all apologize for being assholes. So, so great. Yes. Um, So great. Just the, the, the teen, the cast, you know, everyone, obviously, obviously they would not have cast people that were not talented. Right. It's very weird seeing some people in certain roles because I'm so used to certain people playing those roles. Um, but you know, that's adaptations in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the, the teen performers all did great. The teen lesbian relationship was adorable and the teen lesbian relationship, great. no matter what, ultimately, whether people that like the play liked this adaptation or not, the story is a story that deserves to be out there mm-hmm. and, and be used as great representation. So however, it's in the mainstream, Ultimately, that's what matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one thing I did like is that um, I think the play, the play probably set it up and then the movie is just like getting it out to more people that couldn't see the play. Um, yeah. By the way, do not miss the play when it's on tour. Yeah. Do not miss it. There's a lot that you gain from it. That's really special. Cool. Mm-hmm. I will look for it when it comes around. Good. Um, but I liked that, that the, the problem of like the parents being like, no, we're not having a gay prom. We're not having a gay prom. It's like, no, it's not a gay prom. But like that, that whole mentality being so small town and being very like middle America kind of thing and showing people that will watch this movie if they do live in a small town like that, or in like those States (laughs) that aren't as accepting um showing that hey there are other people on you know in different cities different states that do care about you and that will treat you the way you should be treated and some of them might even be cities like yours that are small towns yeah but maybe not and maybe you have to go someplace big but there is somewhere for you yeah there is a place for you there are people that will support you like it maybe not in your immediate community, but once you venture out, like you will find people either like you or that support you. And I think that's an important, that's an important message for like, especially teenagers who are usually not allowed to leave. (laughs) Like faculty don't go to college or you'll become a teen lesbian. Yeah. So basically go to college. So you become a teen lesbian. (laughs) 
<laughs> go to on my to do list. Go to college. Become teen lesbian. At uh, the end, success. <laughs> yeah. successful. You are now successful. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to finish college, right? It's and and Netflix. The truth is, I'm shocked they did this movie. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm I'm not in the slightest shocked that they chose to focus much more on backstories of the adult characters than yep. the teen lesbians. Yeah. Um, which were uh, much more center uh, of the 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 heart of everything in the play. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that they kind of diminished the teen lesbians because they are Netflix after all. Yeah. But um, I'm still impressed they did this. I know that Ryan Murphy, anything has viewers no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it's um, just a poppy. Yes. He makes such poppy things and that you just... It's it's like a it's like a bright painting like you you just have to look at it at least once. So Ryan Murphy uh, actually great because we can touch on on Glee for a second. Okay, I watched Glee. all of Glee. Everybody watched all of Glee. Amber, <laughs> no, favorite- some people gave up. I know. My favorite thing about Glee, I gave up, is the truth. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about Glee is that I cannot think of a fandom that hates their fandom, that hates like their product more than anyone else. Correct. Glee fans hate Glee more than <laughs> people that don't like Glee. Yep. <laughs> it is a, a miserable, awful. Yeah. But they said in the, somewhere in season one, let's have a funny joke about Santana and Britney maybe having hooked up, but let's have Britney say it because she's stupid and then mm-hmm. no one believes anything she says anyway. And they were like, ha let's do that. And then they were like, no, actually, let's turn this into a whole fully fleshed out uh, Latina woman coming out, uh, realizing she's gay storyline and make it really big and really important and touch a lot of people with this. Yes. And that was the coolest freaking thing because I watched Glee is one of the things where I watch and my favorite was Santana because I am a sucker for the people that are mean because they clearly have been hurt. Mm-hmm. And then she turned gay. So this was one of my, you know, the character turned gay. Obviously, yes, the, <laughs> the character was, you know, gay. You know what I mean? Yes. They wrote the character to realize she was gay. And I was like, oh, man, it happened again. Yes. Like two for two. Yes. <laughs> so it it was so awesome watching that. Unfortunately, the show is miserable. <laughs> and they didn't focus very much on it, but it was a very, very popular show on a popular network that everybody watched. Yep. And that is huge for representation. We love teen lesbians. We do. We love teen lesbians. And Ryan Murphy likes teen lesbians. I would maybe venture to say he loves them. He loves them. He just isn't one and probably has never spoken to one Mm. and doesn't quite know what to do with them. Mm, Fair. But Ryan Murphy, if you're out there listening, I would love to help you with whatever you're working on next, writing your teen lesbians. She went to school for it. She can write. (laughs) Went to school to be a teen lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) And a teen lesbian writer. <laughs> who, who knew? Who knew? Perfect. Um, so that you know, just this this year, obviously, COVID, everything has been really tough for everyone. And one of the things that still I think about every day is is Naya Rivera's death mm-hmm. because she 
was clearly very, very talented, uh, an incredibly talented woman. Um, and likely we saw absolutely nothing of what she could accomplish in this world. I agree. And that's fucking miserable. But she was one of those people that said, I'm playing a character who is a teen lesbian. I am now responsible for that representation to the lesbian community. And I am going to reach out to them and support them and be active with them and et cetera, et cetera. To the extent that like after she after she passed, um, tragically, obviously, mm-hmm. Uh, the Heather Morris who played Brittany, her, her love interest, um, went and did some like lives on her Insta saying, like, I'm, I'm trying to honor Naya who was so involved in the like lesbian community because she knew of like her role meant so much to so many people. And I never did that, but I want to do that now, like to honor her. Yeah. And so like, Losing Naya was a really big thing. There's, there's anybody who gets cast as a, a te- like a, many people as teen lesbians, but also, of course, like reg- just regular lesbians. The the performers become so loved by the community, yeah, because we don't have a lot to hold on to, and especially if the performance is like good and like well received and well portrayed mm-hmm. and everything. Like, not it's it's not like a caricature of what a, like a male writer thinks a lesbian is, but an actual like good portrayal right. of it because yeah. maybe the actor and like the writers researched. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also been really great watching a lot of the actors. Uh, I've seen, there have been multiple, maybe I can think off the top of my head of like six, seven instances in the past, like two years of female performers after playing a queer role saying this helped me realize that I am bisexual or queer or a lesbian or whatever. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? That is cool. And I think that's because of what we were talking about, about everyone is somewhere on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So when people are like, hi, I'm an actor and I, if I'm a good actor, I'm becoming this person and putting my heart into this person, this Mm -hmm. character. And then how could you not recognize some of it in yourself? Yeah. A hundred percent. So yeah, it's been so cool seeing that. And they're all so into talking to the community and doing Facebook live and, you know, tweeting at people and people go crazy. And it's like the easiest thing in the world to do, but it means so much because I could tweet a celebrity any day and they could say hi to me. And that's great. There's a billion celebrities. 10 of them have played teen lesbians. Yeah. And they have so many fans that will, I watched, oh man, I, let me tell you (laughs) the crap I have watched just to support like an actor who really did their best to understand and perform a, a queer role. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched the fuck and like Victoria Pedretti. So she was in Haunting of Bly Manor recently. Oh, I love that show. That's a good um, one. I, she, did you did you watch the second one? Uh, the second season? Yes. Okay. So she played Danny Clayton. Mm-hmm. And she, I literally, 
I'm sure that my my partner knows that I would leave her for Victoria Pedretti. <laughs> and and she literally my partner will watch like we'll watch like if there's like an interview of her on mm-hmm. like we'll be like her laugh is awful. I hate her laugh. Why would you like to, like why do you like her? You don't you couldn't be with her. Look listen to her laugh and I'm like I don't mind her laugh. <laughs> and like literally trying to get me to like dislike her. I watched the fucking the second season of You to watch her okay <laughs> that's where she's from. Idea how miserable i was but i love her <laughs> and i supported her show because i love her because of this great character she played and like the she's said in in less than words um that she is not completely straight mm-hmm. you know uh, on the the internet so that is great and and should be people should be saying that yeah so they can feel really fucking represented yep but literally, like, do, do I seem like the kind of person that would watch you season two? No. No, it Wait, was did, awful. Did you watch season one? I did. And that wasn't my fault. And I hated it. <laughs> and that's why I said, I'm never going to watch season two. And I said to my partner, like, you can watch it without me. But then when I, after watching Bly Manor and it was like, oh, no, I want to watch this now. I love Victoria Pedretti <laughs> and I'm going to marry her forever. Yes. Yeah, and and bring her over to annoy you with her laugh. <laughs> I'm a spiteful, spiteful person. Yes, and I like that about you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate Thank it. You. So yes, uh, moral of the story: teen lesbians are great. Be a teen lesbian, or learn uh, about teen lesbians, or at least go to college and try being a teen lesbian go if you college. are still a teen. That's good. If you haven't yet been to college or if you're in college and you're still a teen. <laughs> yeah, learn how to be a teen lesbian. Yeah. We've we've given you some good info now on what to, to look at. Mm-hmm. Good, good um, examples. Yeah. There's some, some some good stuff. If you're looking for more, I've got decades of of, <laughs> of books and movies and shows and web series and whatever you would be looking for. Hit me up on my Insta. Um, that goes to you, Victoria Pedretti. Um, I mean, that goes to you, all the teen lesbians that want more teen lesbian content. Yes. And I think the moral of this story is everybody go watch Degrassi. Yeah, just go watch Degrassi. And if you're questioning whether you might, um, might possibly like girls or boys or whatever, go watch But I'm a Cheerleader. <laughs> but I'm a Cheerleader. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that movie's great. <laughs> it's genuinely... God, there's... Amber, there's so many really bad movies about lesbians and I've seen all of them and they're <laughs> really like laughably terrible, but we don't have much choice. So like I have to watch a lot of bad movies over and over. Yes. But I'm a Cheerleader is a far and away like the, the standout gem. Yes. Of queer cinema. Good, good. So watch it, everyone. Immediately right it. now. It's on Amazon Prime. It's apparently on Amazon Prime. I it have is. it on VHS. No, I'm kidding. I have it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on Amazon Prime. Good. You're cool. you're uh, up to date. I'm a little outdated. Let's okay. be honest. <gasps> That's three. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. One more. You did. I have to say it. I said I like even numbers. I have the the neurodivergency crap in my head. Ah. 
the what even if number. I just leave it. Leave it at three. Then I'll say <laughs> lesbianist. There It'll we go. So bad. Oh, there's four. four. I said it. You did it. You did it. Good for you. I can take care of my my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love that bitch anxiety, don't we? No, we. Uh, she's a teen lesbian. She is a teen lesbian. <laughs> she's an angsty one. Angsty teen well, lesbian wears lots of black. Sure. Only eats it's it. much like many teen lesbians. So yeah, teen lesbians. Yes. Uh, well, everybody, if you've made it to this point, we are an hour and a half of recording. Dang, that was a long a one. Lesbian. You're probably a teen lesbian, or you are becoming a teen lesbian slowly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, check out our other episodes on anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, where I do not update anything ever. Uh, <laughs> at okay. I'm obsessed pod. I literally don't. I'm really bad at it. Um, and yeah, tell your friends about us. Go watch things on Perception Studio on Twitch. Uh, I'm just yes, plugging things on, now. On chat time. What was the date? Oh, we were on chat time back in uh, December, <laughs> like the third <laughs> week of December, something like that. The 10th? Let's go with December <laughs> 10th, 2020. Yeah. We, Amber and I were on chat time and there was lots of laughing. So if you haven't seen it yet, do that. Go watch it. Uh, it's either on YouTube or on Twitch. Uh, I don't know what things happen between now and the time we release this episode. <laughs> if you want to see our faces and want to see us talk about weird things, then do that. Uh, and maybe yeah. by the time you're listening to this, you've seen our faces and talked to us in real life because COVID vaccine happened. Yes. And everybody got it and we are all back to normal. Oh God, the dream. Oh, I just want to work again. Like I never if, thought I'd say that. I just want to work again. If, if this is the truth and you're listening to this in a time post COVID vaccine accessibility, please drop a, uh, 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 um, an emoji, a, the, uh, the sick person emoji. Drop us a tweet or an Instagram us, comment or something. Drop a, some candy off at my house. You need to eat. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so yeah, go li- go watch another thing. Go listen to us. Yeah, do all those things. And um, as always, <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yeah.